Hey, people, what a great day it is. So excited you're here. Um, this is going to be fun. I'm just thrilled and just hope that you're doing well. Just blessings on your life and peace in your car, peace in your home and your earbuds while you're cooking dinner. Just do a little jig real quick. Just shake off any, just any yuck. Just shake it off. Just do a little like Tootsie Roll. I don't know, whatever makes you happy. Sing a little Love Shack. Just find something, find something to shake up some joy right now. All right, so I got a new cookbook for Christmas. It's called Feeding Littles. Um, I'm not a cookbook girl. I don't even like to cook, but my mom thought I needed it, and she was right. Actually, I think I might have even said I wanted it, but I really didn't, you know what I mean? Um, but I was like, oh, yay, cookbook. Well, y'all, it's good. It's a great cookbook. I'll put the link in the show notes. I've cooked two things from it I'm going to tell you about. It's got like a variety of stuff. And um, my favorite, and it's not a like health food cookbook, okay? This is like functionally feed your kids so that they eat cookbook, right? And that's what we need in our lives. Um, it's got a good variety of stuff. And my favorite thing is it has this whole section of I can't even, okay? Like, you want me to cook and feed these humans, but I can't even, right? And so it has this section. So every recipe has a I can't even part, which is so funny. So it just takes like something that would be hard, you know, like homemade biscuits and just says, buy the canned biscuit, lady, buy the canned biscuit. And so, yes, I'm going to take that can't even section to heart every single time. Okay, so I made, the first thing I made was baked beef stew. It was delish. We all tried parsnips for the first time. And the funniest part is I sent my husband to buy them. I said, okay, listen, I need parsnips. He's like, what are those? I don't know. I don't know what parsnips are. So he had to Google the image to find them in the store. Fun fact, they grow like carrots and they're good. They're, they're like, we used them instead of potatoes. So we were all eating vegetables and pretending like they were potatoes and we loved it. Then last night I cooked mini pot pies and I, um, I did the can't even, I used a chicken rotisserie chicken, just shredded that thing up and, um, pretended like I had like raised the chicken and grass fed it and fed it sweet organic bugs. But really I just bought it in Ingalls for $7 off the, um, you know, pre-made <laughs> rotisserie table. Yeah. So, um, and then yes, also swapped for the canned biscuits. Yes, please. Because my kid with celiac was rock climbing and I'm not saying this like to be mean, but when he doesn't eat with us, um, it's biscuits for the win every time. So, uh, yeah, so I used uh, like large muffin tins. I didn't have little individual ramekins to make this super cute. So I used large muffin tins and made these miniature pot pies, chicken pot pies, and they were heavenly. Like put those two things on your menu this week, get that cookbook, Feeding Littles. Um, if you message me, I'll send you the recipe, but I think it's probably against the law for me to like post the recipe out of a cookbook. So I can't do that, but okay. Point number two today, important to note, I'm done with the Bible recap, not done like 365 days done, like all the way today. I think I got to four, day four. Yep. Uh, and I'm done. And so I just thought I should put that out there because sometimes I make myself sound ambitious and sometimes I go goblin mode like we talked about last week. 
So, you know, it's my personality just and, and our culture's personality to like push, push, push for something. And it's like this fight and this struggle. And then finally, I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I pushing? Why am I doing this? This is not important. And for real, I brought it up at the dinner table three times because I wanted, I'm, I'm on this mission to, you know, like really advocate for my family this year to bring us together, to speak truth into their lives, to speak identity into their lives, in, into their lives. And that's no joke. I mean that oh, just more than I've ever meant anything. Um, but you know, like in shows when it happens, like the whole room freezes and then there's just one person that can see what everyone else is doing and what, and it's like the one person is having this out of room view or something like that. And so that's how it felt. Like I was speaking to a room that was frozen. And, um, sometimes when I talk to my boys, that's how I feel. Like they can't see me. They can't hear me. It's not their fault at all. It's fine. It's fine. I might go crazy, but it's fine. Um, no, but honestly, it was a clue that it's not right. It's not right for our family and it's not going to work. Like me forcing some grand agenda on my family is not love, right? And my goal is love, not Bible trivia. So I'm dropping the Bible recap. I might pull it up every now and then because it's fascinating and wonderful and I love it, but I'm not going to pretend like I'm going to do that 365 days this year. That is a push pain, discomfort, stretch that is not for me. And I recognize that. I recognize it and I'm not going to force something that's not for me. And that's actually what we're talking about this episode, this day, today, this beautiful day. Um, the sun is out, praise. And um, I want to talk about like, when do we push? When do we not push? When, how do we stay in the moment? How do we stay in the moment? And this is kind of a piggyback from last week's um, Christian yoga episode. And so I just want more conversation about that. So stay tuned. Um, all right. So one more thing. Listen up. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Welcome. Hi, hi, hi. My name's Riley. I'm geeking out because you're here. I love that you're listening. The Stop Pretending podcast is an invitation to be you and figure out how to do that be you it like totally should be simple but instead we're bombarded with comparison all day long expectations regrets and unfortunately it takes a little a lot of effort but together we can remind each other that god is for us and that's good news that god is for us he knows us he loves us and we're invited into a life of creativity and living just an awesome life and so hey you want to come Let's go. Okay, before we get started, please, please, please give the show a five-star review, share what you love about it. And as always, you're welcome in the Facebook group, the Facebook group, where we can chat more about all the things because hearing from you is my favorite thing. All right, let's go. Okay, well, that was the longest intro of my life. I hope you're still here, um, but let's just get into it, right? So I... I mean, we all have little secret wishes, right? Well, the boys know that I have this kind of just little wish to be in the color guard. I, I really want to be a dancer, you guys. Like, I don't know how, I don't know when, but I will dance. I want to be a dancer. I don't know how to dance. I like took dance in kindergarten for one season and then we moved again or something like that. I don't know. I probably wanted to quit. 
Um, but anyway, sorry, that was not necessary for me to say, but I want to be in the color guard. I think it would be so fun, like throwing flags and fire and twirling and wearing cute stuff. And honestly, it just seems like such a neat group of people. And I mean, for whatever reason, they might ask me one day and I should be prepared, right? Just in case, like I need to practice just in case I ever get asked, right? Like, I mean, if I'm on the sidelines at the Macy's Day Parade and a girl falls and breaks her ankle, I can just say, yes, let me step in for her, you know? I mean, that's just what I dream about sometimes. I need to just interject here and realize that I didn't say what I meant to say and that the boys asked me if I'd been practicing for the color guard because of this toy that was on the floor in our living room. Okay. Yes. Let's continue. Um, and then I'm like thinking about that, like Jesus public ministry, right? How long was it? Y'all three years. His ministry was only three years. That is crazy to me. Three short years, but he prepped for 30, like 30. And it's just this idea that everything happening to him was useful for who he became. Everything happening to us is useful for the future. Everything happening in our life is for us and on purpose and to be used for, for good things. We're creating life. We're serving others. And, um, you know, it's kind of wild because I think about my greatest fear in life is missing, missing what God has for me. And I've spent a shameful amount of time fearing what I'm, what I'm missing out on at FOMO is serious for me, y'all. I'm not, I'm, it's so embarrassing, but FOMO is, is probably my greatest weakness. I don't want anyone having fun without me. Um, but, but really I, I really wanted to be used so badly by God and I wanted my life to mean something and I wanted to do something important and I wanted to use all my energy in ways that brought encouragement and life and fun and happiness to others. And um, instead of just doing that and being that person, I worried. I spent my energy on worrying about making sure I did that instead of just enjoying my life and letting that flow. You know what I mean? And of course I learned that at 40, like it's so clear now. Um, I wish I could have learned it at 16. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, don't you envy just the 16 year olds or who are just rocking this world and so wise beyond their years. I just, uh, so proud of them. Um, but there are definitely things I want in my life and sometimes even now, right. Er, er, we're, we're back in present day. Um, but sometimes I can get trapped looking ahead instead of seeing what I have right now in front of me. Like even in parenting, I've noticed like God's been talking to me about parenting a lot, like, cause I'm drowning in parenting. Right. So I'm parenting who, for who I want them to be in the future. I'm always thinking who I don't, who do I want them to be? What kind of dad do I want them to be? What kind of husband do I want them to be? What kind of employee do I want them to be? Instead of just saying to heck with it, who are they today? What do they need right now? Like, I don't always need to be pushing ahead or looking behind, right? That's craziness. Um, and so 
back to the uh, yoga conversation, there's this idea of confusing discomfort, something that's a little bit uncomfortable or a lot uncomfortable. We confuse it for pain and just assume that we're not meant to be in that spot. Uh, is that entitlement? I don't know, but we we reject this idea of feeling like I need to suffer a little bit or my kid needs to suffer a little bit. But what if we could see from that bird's eye view? What if we could freeze the frame and look in and see that God is orchestrating it all? He's moving the pieces. He freezes it. And no, he actually doesn't because we um, have free will. But Anyway, he's orchestrating it all and he's tenderly leading you in ways for your good. Maybe, maybe he could freeze it and just tweak my eyes a little bit, like turn my body in the way I need to go. God, like I believe, I trust that he's orchestrating it all. And if I knew that, and I did believe that, would it give me the ability to stay there a little longer? Just breathe, just breathe breathe, just be in this space a little bit longer. If I can do it for 30 seconds, then I can apply it to my life and do it when in the real things, right? So the question today is, how do we be right here, right now, where we are in the pain of it, in the discomfort, in the discontentment, right? Yes. Like the age old question, like how do we have contentment and ambition? Does God call us to both? Yes. Yes, he does. He calls us to contentment, to be thankful in all things, and he calls us to ambition. He says to seek him in Ephesians 4 and to, um, oh gosh, what does he say? To become, to become more like him. Sorry, I had a little mm, moment. That's because I was thinking about that on the fly, but to become to become good, to become more like him. That is ambition. He is speaking of moving forward, growing, growing to become more like him. And I love that invitation more than I love the invitation to be content, right? Let's be honest. Here's a cool quote by a Chinese philosopher whose name I cannot pronounce, but he is author of the book called The Way of Virtue. And while he does not embrace my way of believing, I think this concept is on point. It is, quote, if you are depressed, you are living in the past. If you are anxious, you are living in the future. If you are at peace, I feel like I should say this with a tranquil voice. If you are at peace, you are living in the present. Yeah, it's real good. Um, if you're depressed, you're in the past, girl. If you're anxious, Whoop, slow down. You're in the future. And if you are at peace, hey, you're right now living in the present, right? And so not to go off on a tangent at all, but also feel the need to clarify since I use the quote from a different religion, which is fine. I believe one that God is in all things and we can see him in all things and we don't have to run and be afraid of things that are different, right? Like let's hear what they're saying. And I mean, yeah. So, okay. Not, I'm not going to tangent too hard Two. number two, Jesus is what makes it all possible, right? That concept is solid. Got the concept of the, of the philosopher, the Chinese guy is solid, but as followers of Jesus with the indwelling of Holy spirit, we understand that we rely on what grace, we rely on grace to give us the power to be in peace and to rest in God's love to cover when we fail. Because 
one, um, we're going to fail. Sorry, spoiler alert. We're going to fail. If all it took, if all it took were a cute quote to clarify life, we'd be like, oh, okay, yes, philosopher, thank you for clarifying. Of course, let me just be at peace right here in this moment. But I don't know what house you're living in, but right in this moment doesn't always bring me a lot of peace. So I can be in the moment and I might still feel like a crazy person, right? All the parents said, amen. So that's not the point. Okay, so what is the point? What is the point? It's resting in a truth, a promise that is bigger than you, bigger than what we can see, bigger for sure than how we can feel. It's a knowing, a knowing, a knowing that God is not going to stop chasing after you no matter what. His purpose for your life is good. He will pursue it until completion. That is a firm solid foundation that we can stand on. You today have permission to leave behind the old life and live in complete surrender, giving into the belief. Surrender is giving into the belief. Let yourself believe, give into belief that God is able to give immeasurably more. He wants to. You, his child, are gently held in his embrace. You are fiercely loved with an everlasting love that does not end and allows you to rest right here in this moment, knowing that you know that he is for you and that he's walking with you in every detail of your life. Right? Yes. Knowing that releases power, the power of grace in your life. It says, I know where I came from. Sister, you don't need to know all those details, but I do. And I know that God knows my future. And he comes alongside me in my dreams and my my hopes. And he says, okay, let's dance. Let's do this together, right? Let's do this together. Okay, so we can be done for today. That's good news. But I have four ways to tell you how to be right here, right now. In the moment, in the moment. Okay, so I'm going to do that in just a second. So um, let me see, where am I? The other day, um, I I posted on Instagram. Um, I saw someone the other day say Insta gratification. <laughs> Cracked me up. I was like, oh yeah, you're right. I don't need to use Insta gratification all day, every day, every time I sit on the toilet, every time I'm at a red light. I, no, I'm shutting it down. I've got to shut that stuff down. Um, okay, so I... I posted about my cute stockings on the mantle and it was like already January, but I posted it anyway because I was trying to bring closure to 2022, but um, I, I just, honestly, it hasn't been an easy one to process. But anyway, I added a girl stocking to the mantle this year in case I hadn't talked about it before, <laughs> um, but her stocking has tassels. I'm so melted into a puddle. Um, I just can't help it, but girl mom has just moved me up a few notches in happiness. I mean, I always wanted to be a boy mom, but mm, this is just next level. So anyway, tassels on the mantle are just so fun. Um, but 2022 is just kind of a blur. <sighs> and I, I try to... Um, I try to stay, you know, in the moment and I try to stay happy and I'm flooded with thankfulness. And yes, I am. But part of it's just a blur due to lack of sleep. But 
honestly, it a lot of it is just this complete unraveling of control, perceived control in my life, and this um, sharp, raw awareness of my neediness has been unveiled, right? And so it's been exhausting, just physically, emotionally. Yes, having a baby does that, but also just parenting all three and, and, and just things that I necessarily can't necessarily go into fully, but sometimes I feel confused about how I feel, shocker. One way I can see how blessed I am, how good life is, and I can't think of anything to complain about, right? And then equally, I'm able to give in to overwhelm. I feel scared of the future and like, whoa, I'm in way over my head. I'm in way over my head. And so God has been inviting me to this quiet place, not even kidding for a decade, but this year in a new way. I don't have new language for it because there's only so many words, but it's a new level in my heart. And I I think you probably get that because you're going through that too. Um, And so uh, this is kind of in response to the yoga but also just generalized. Here are four ways to be right here, right now in the moment. Okay. In the moment, people, are you ready? All right. Number one. Oh my gosh, y'all, this floored me. Make it the desire of my heart to lay down my burden. What? Can we pause for a minute? I was like, Caroline, what do you mean by that? I'm going to have to think on that make it the desire of my heart to lay down my burden? Okay. Okay. What does that mean? What does it mean? And so, you know, we, we just speak scripture sometimes into our lives, right? There's so much truth in that and so much power in that. Um, and we can say like, God, seek my heart, seek me and know me, search my heart, make it pure. And, um, And I can say that verse, but for it to actually be the desire of my heart to release my burden, release my control, release my worry, um, the story, what that means to me is release the story that I'm repeating in my head. So I'm repeating this story of this thing that I need to fix and to just let it go at the risk of what? Forgetting the details? At the risk of not knowing what to do, of trusting, of saying, okay, well, it'll work itself out. No, it's it's not lackadaisical like that. It's different. It's this cupping my hand over his hand and saying, okay, I know you've got this. I know you've got this. And I'm just going to rest in you for a minute. And then, yes, I trust you to give me direction on it Um, because he doesn't call us to just wait on him to fix it all. Like, no, we have hands, feet, mouths, brains. Um, So it's not that, but it's this heart shift of desire. Make it the desire of my heart to lay down my burden. That's a new one for me. Okay, number two, find rest, a.k.a. peace in spending time with God. And I know like, okay, I know we've done that over and over. It's all we talk about, but for real, like I need that so that I can feel settled about the fact that he's with me. Because if there's question about that, then the rest is a moot point. 
because if he's with me, he's for me. And if he's for me, he will lead me. Okay. And so if we're going to be right here in this moment, not in the past, not in the future, then I need to know that he's going to lead me in this day and that he's pleased with me in this day and that he's not mad at me or he's not waiting for me to figure it out. Um, I need to know that I'm not going to fail him or fail my kids or fail my husband. I need to know that my dreams are not going to fall flat and that I'm going to regret for the rest of my life not doing anything with my life. How do I do that? I rest in him and I settle my belief that he is with me and that he is for me. Okay. Okay. Whew. Okay. Stayed there a little long and got a little sappy. Number three, posture my heart for openness. Not done. That's not it. That's not it. Listen, listen, listen from a place of honesty. Stop pretending sister. Posture my heart for openness from a place of honesty. In all these stretches and all this time spent with God, it's kind of hard to stay closed off and hard hearted and like, you know, have this shield of, I can do it all. No, it's like, let's feel the hard spot, but linger there, facing it, acknowledging it, feeling it. Caroline used the words, pay attention to how my body is trying to escape. How is my body trying to say, mm, I don't like this. I don't want this. How can I pay attention to my body? And can I just stop punching for a minute so that I can breathe? How does that parallel in life? Can I stop complaining and speaking all my frustration and speaking anxiety over my situation? Instead, ask how God is using it. What does he want to say about it? It's this building a muscle of abiding in him, posturing your heart, vulnerable, speaking how you feel, speaking your hopes, speaking your fears, but then paying attention to all of that, facing it, being honest, feeling the discomfort, feeling the pain, staying in it. Don't push by. Don't laugh it off. Don't drink more coffee. Stay in it for a minute. It's a muscle of abiding. Okay. Number four, listen for direction. Listen for direction. Of course, that would be our next one, right? Is my body telling me, is my mind telling me that this isn't good for me? Like the Bible recap. The Bible recap is fabulous and wonderful and such a godsend. But is it for me? Am I forcing it because I think I should do it? Or is it flowing from an abiding, from a, from a place of peace, from a place of laying down my burden? right? Is this hurting in my life because I'm forcing something God doesn't have for me? Or is it just some discomfort that I need to sit in? Well, the only way you're going to know that is through Holy Spirit. So listen for direction, give space for that, right? Y'all, mm, 
so good. I hope those are good. I hope those help you be in the moment. I hope they bring power to your life um, because grace, grace is the power. I, um, I just feel so strongly like that when we realize that God is in our breath, it allows every moment to be sacred. Every moment. God is for me. Everything is happening for me. I'm held in every moment. And that is my worship. That's my worship. Believing that, abiding, recognizing God in my breath, and moving through that, flowing in that. That's our worship. And we can do it. We can do it. I think, like, I think so much. And maybe we can talk about this next week, but how do I prepare the way for Jesus? If that is my purpose in life to prepare the way for God, to lead, to share light, to bring joy to every situation, to bring more love to every story, you know, how do I make that, how do I let that be easy? Because We want to worship the easy way. We don't want to strive and push and worry about missing the right turn left or right. Or do I stop or do I go or do I? That's striving and that's performance based. How do we let our worship be easy? How do we stay in the moment? Not because this moment is great, but because God is in this moment and we are trusting him to guide each step, right? That's what we're doing. God says in Isaiah 30, 21, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. All right. So we can go from today knowing that we're not alone and that, um, that God is, God is for us. So whether we're popping canned biscuits or we're daydreaming about the color guard, um, we can, we can enjoy, just enjoy, just shake it off and, and be here believing, believing that God is for you and I'm for you too. I hope you have a great week.